Welcome to the Akiyama Brothers Song to Screen podcast, hosted by Mark and Landon Akiyama. In episode 20, the brothers talk about the house with a clock in its walls. This film brings a unique instrument back from the dead. Find out more at akiyamamusic.com. Hi, Mark. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am pretty darn good. Guess what? Chicken butt? It's episode 20. No, not chicken butt. Episode 20. That means we've done 20 of these things already. Oh, really? Is that how you count? Anyway, yeah, it's 20. We're not really doing anything special for this episode, though. Um, Or are we? Are we? I don't know. Hmm. No, not really. Not really, no. But it is October, and we are super excited for October. There's a lot of movies coming out this week. Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, a whole bunch I want to see. I want to see Venom. That looks pretty. I don't know if the story is going to be any good. I don't know how I feel about Venom. I'm just super excited because the way that the CGI looks, I think I think it looks pretty good now. <laughs> yeah, and he looks pretty scary. Plus, Tom Hardy, I think, is a good pick for for Venom. He's kind of like the you classic that, comic yeah. book looking Venom. So something really cool also happened last week. We got an email from somebody. Who, yes, we did. Yeah, we did. Her name's Ayumi, and she said. She wrote in to tell us the answer for the episode 18, where we talked about in the Night Owl episode, where we talked about the score. Remember we mentioned, uh, I forget, it was some reference. Oh, Ghost Facers was the reference. And we said, if you know what that's from, tell us the make and model and the name of the car that the characters drive. And so Ayumi wrote in and she got it right. She's, she was the only one to get it right. Yeah. So the Which answer, is still awesome. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. It was the, the uh, what was the? The name the of ref, the, the reference. The reference was from Supernatural, Supernatural, Sam and Dean, and they drive a 67 Chevy Impala, and the car's name is Baby. Or as they say it, Baby. Baby. Hey, you know who Baby. also says douchebag? Dean. Hey, Sam. Douchebag. Sam. <laughs> Sam. Wake up, Sam. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> Where's the angel, Sam? Anybody seen Cass? Give me okay, the angel blade. Not- All right. Oh, I think that actually starts up again this week. A lot of them are starting up. Yeah. I think Flash starts up also. Nobody watches Flash. I do. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, thank you for writing in. We tried to give her a Fandango coupon or a Fandango gift card, but she lives in Japan. So, we, it doesn't quite yeah. work over there. Apparently, yeah. I get, we didn't, I, we thought of that might be a problem. We weren't sure. Um, yeah. So, she said she gave the gift card to one of her friends. So, mm-hmm. whoever, I hope you're listening to this now and that she introduced you to our podcast. Um, and you better thank her because that gift card was, that was something special right there. Yeah. I um, hope you use it for good. Yeah, go see go see a good movie. Maybe don't use it on Venom. I don't know about that. I don't Maybe know. play it safe. Go see a good go movie. Go see whatever you want, though. Whatever. Yeah, maybe First Man. We'll What's your boat? Yeah. Oh, or a Star is Born also comes out. Anyway, we talked about this last week. So all these moves are floating around in our head. Anyway, we did, yeah. <sighs> take what a else, breather. What else happened? What else happened? Well, we met Tina Guo. Oh, do we want to say that? Uh, I already said it. Okay, we already said it. Yeah. So, so we follow her on social media, and she wrote that she was going to start doing some business consulting. So we thought we would reach out to her and see what's what's what. So we met with her last week. We got some really great ideas, and hopefully, some of those ideas will eventually trickle down to the podcast. Yeah. So we're planning to do a whole bunch of stuff. We're working on some new videos right now. So look out for new content and everything. 
And if you're not already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Akiyama Music. Um, and so we're going to be releasing some nicely produced videos on there. And then stay stay up to date on our Instagrams where we post videos about the podcast and everything. And yeah, that- keep listening to the podcast, which you're already doing. So good job. Congratulations. If you, I think if you want the latest news about what Mark and I are doing, you can always refer to our Instagrams. Yeah, we stay up to date with that pretty pretty often. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, thank you everybody to our new Overcast listeners and Overcast subscribers. Um, thank you guys for joining in and listening. Welcome to the Akiyama Brothers Song Podcast. We're glad um, you're here. Yeah, it, we can tell that every, we have new listeners because... Um, we have a total of 45 new listeners, Mark. Yeah, but you can tell because the introductions on iTunes is the most popular episode. So people go back <laughs> and listen to the first one to catch up. So I, now you got 20 more episodes to catch up on. I hope they don't listen to that and think, oh man, who are these guys? They are... Crazy. Not my cup of tea, yeah. Not your cup of tea. You're right, because we're well, coffee drinkers. I mean, that first episode is pretty rough. No, it wasn't. It was really short, and we just talked about what we want the podcast to be. Okay. So, thank you. Welcome to the new Overcast listeners. And, um, yeah, what about you, Landon? Anything new going on with you? Uh, Well, nothing much. I just got a new job. Ba, ba, ba. Oh, that's the wrong kind of sound. That's not something scary. It should be. Mm. No. Ba, 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 ba. That's, more, that's more triumphant. There you go. He's stepping on my moment. Okay, continue. No, that's okay. Anyway, I yeah, I did. I What's did, your new job? I did get a new job. What's your recently. title? What's your description? Do you have an office? Do you have a parking space? I have an office. Do you have I have a parking tie? space. I have to wear a tie. <gasps> I have to wear slacks. Are you a lawyer? Oh, I wish. No, actually, I don't wish. That would be too rough. Specter, Harvey Specter. <laughs> if anybody can guess what that reference is from, drop us an email, and we'll send you a Fandango gift card. <laughs> <laughs> Fandango gift cards for everyone. <laughs> one for you and you and you. What is that from? Here's no, one but for you. Here's one for you. Here's one for you. Isn't that from something? I don't know. But seriously, if you guys can guess that reference, we will send you something. I guarantee you, Mark and I Let's will make, send not, you something. Let's not make this a thing because I'm poor right now. That's okay. I'll send you something because I have a new job. Anyway, oh, job. I'm the new development coordinator at the La Jolla Music Society. Yeah, which is really cool. We just had our first concert of the season. It was um, pretty spectacular. I've only been there three days. Guess who told him to apply for this job? You don't have to guess. It was me. <laughs> because he's bragging about it. That's no. why you don't have to guess. Well, I found out about it because I play in their orchestra. So, um, yeah, I stay up to date with him. So. Yeah, and it's a good thing you did. Thanks, yeah. buddy. Anyway, so last thing for follow-up is, as you guessed it, the Moment Ambassador Program. If you don't know... We are part of the Moment Ambassador Program, and Moment, what they do is they make lenses for your smartphone. They attach directly to your smartphone, and they have a wide variety of lenses, wide-angle lenses, uh, superfish lenses, telephoto lenses for portraits, make make your selfies look real, real good. Um, and then they're coming out with a new anamorphic lens, too, which is coming out soon. So if you use our link, you'll save 10% off, and then a little bit goes back to help us and the podcast. So that would be great. Thanks. So, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about the house with a clock in its walls. Yeah, cool. Oh, that was a good movie. We saw it twice. Jack Black and who else? Who else is in it? Who else is in it? Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Yes. Oh, she was really good. Actually, I like both of them together. They were really good. They make He's a good really pair. He's really tall. He's really short. It's like, what is it? It's like, what's that uh, old famous painting with the really skinny lady and the fat stuff? The style? farmer? The farmer's. Yeah, they kind of mimic that in the movie. They in do. one of the scenes, too. It was mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> they had a lot of cool references. They actually had a really... Um, Eli Roth was the director. 
Yeah, he's known for like those kind of flesh ripping horror movies. Um, he's a gory kind of filmmaker. Yes, like. Yeah. Oh my god, my arm just fell off. And what was funny is he has a. I noticed he has a cameo in the film, which is kind of funny. He appears uh, on like an old television show that the kid really loves. Um, so it was kind of cool. What's oh, yeah, that that was him. Yeah, that was him. He had a fake beard. No, he has a real beard. I think that was his real beard. But he had a fake hat on, or yeah, he had a hat on. It was like Captain Indomitable. No, what, what was, was his the name? Guy's name Captain. Whatever. Yeah, so the director had a little cameo, which was kind of fun. They had some really cool uh, cinematography transitions and everything. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about the really awesome instrument that they brought back from the dead just for this movie. There's a there's a great foil. No, no, great parallel right there. They brought uh, certain character back from the, dead, from the dead. And they brought this instrument back from the dead. Yeah. So Nathan Barr the composer for the for the house with the clock in its walls he um bought a 1928 Wurlitzer organ one of the i guess it's one of very few remaining ones it was all boxed up and everything so what's really special about this organ is it was used in the fox studios on their scoring stage and so the Wurlitzer organs these were the ones that were used for the silent film era to play sound effects and the whole music track to the movie uh so they brought this they wanted to use something that kind of was otherworldly sounding kind of haunting so yeah so this organ really fit really well and so we're going to talk about the organ today um specifically the 1928 world sir that they used actually i got some really quick trivia mark name some of the movies that this Wurlitzer was in I that's not fair because I looked it up for this podcast so I already know but one of them is the sound of music Star Trek journey to the center of the earth and the day the earth stood still Bernard Herrmann used this exact organ it's so cool nobody Bernard Herrmann we talked about him before we did yes we did he's the uh, composer for most of Hitchcock's films so he used this organ for the day the earth stood still and some of his other films which is really cool Go back to episode 18. I think that's where we talk about him. Yes. Which we've been meaning to do an episode on Bernard Herrmann. Which we will. We will. But yeah. no guarantee on when. It'll be something special. We're waiting for the it right will. the right time, the right movie to come out. So Maybe. here's some technical details about this haunting instrument that came back from the dead. It has 1,363 pipes. How many? 1,363 that's a lot of pipes. Some of them are as small as an inch and a half, and others that are like as tall as 16 feet, which is... 16 feet. Pretty darn tall. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, they... This... Are you... Is there more sounds you want to talk about or something? No, no, let's... 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 let's so, the, on. so, what they did is, I guess this organ and all the pipes and the pieces and everything were all boxed up. So, when Nathan Barr bought it, he... Uh, I'm assuming a team of experts. I don't know if he did this all by himself or if he put it back together. He is indomitable if he, he put in- this back together <laughs> by himself. Yeah, that'd be insane. <laughs> but so, and the way an organ works is you have a little control um, keyboard thing with usually a set of, I don't know, however many keys, how many layers of keyboards, like maybe three or four. So these keyboards are all stacked on this this case. And then 
the feet also operate its own keyboard that operate really huge um, like wooden pegs that are in the same arrangement as piano keys and those operate the bass the bass pipes the really bass bass <laughs> well bass pipes the really big pipes the really deep dark they take a type. ton of air to to sound to push sound to make a sound they take a ton of air to push they push a ton of air through these pipes to make the sound and um so your feet operate those while your hands are you know pushing all these different levers to get different sounds and everything so the so idea it's a full body workout when you're playing this thing yeah it's That's crazy what you're saying. You're, it's kind of like being a drummer where you use all four limbs so I'm sure I could play one, like no problem. No, I'm just kidding. But it is a dream. I would love to play one of these organs. We, what's the one we have here? The Spreckles Organ, Organ Pavilion. We have one in San Diego. It's outdoors and it's encased in this this little, well, it's not that small. It's like a big garage and a big, big building, kind of like a... Um, it's an outdoor amphitheater. Yeah, an amphitheater. That's the word I'm looking for. So this, this house... This housing holds all the pipes and instruments that this organ controls. The one we have here. So um, the Wurlitzer one, they rebuilt it and put it back together and everything. So all these pipes take up, I don't know how many rooms, but they take rooms and rooms of um, to hold all the pipes, the instruments. They have percussion sounds, marimbas, vibraphones, chimes, um, drums. They also have some woodwind sounds, a bunch of stuff. And then so these ones, because they had to be used for silent films, they not only play instrument sounds, but they also have um, sounds that mimic sound effects. So like birds chirping, there's a kind of a revolving thing that I'm not even sure how it makes this sound, but it sounds like birds chirping. And the really, really cool thing about these organs is there's no... None of these sounds are produced synthetically or electronically. They're all acoustically made. And so everything works mechanically. So you can go into these rooms and mechanically press buttons and everything and the to make the pipe sound to push air through. Or you can see the wind chimes will spin around and then like this, there's a stick that hits the wind chimes and it's all mechanical. Uh, you can see the sticks on the marimba moving, even drumsticks hitting the drums and the bass drums and everything. It's really cool. It's really cramped also, but it's really cool to, if you have an organ in your town or wherever, or even if you're in San Diego, definitely check out the Spreckles Organ Pavilion because after they do a performance, they'll they'll let you go into the rooms and take a tour of the organ, and it's really awesome. It's crazy. Some of the pipes are made out of wood. And some are like copper, metal, tin. Um, so they all make different sounds, but it's really, it's pretty cool. I would so, love to play on one of these things. So I have some real-time follow-up. The restoration for this particular organ that was used in the movie was a process that took over four years. Mm, Can wow. you believe working on this thing for four years? Just imagine. Uh, yeah, we're missing, when you get to the end of it, yeah, we're missing some screws. Ah, <laughs> Did they come with extras? Just bobby pin it together. I'm tired of it by now. Use your chewing gum. They, I think they actually had to design a building yeah. in California where the organ would reside eventually. Sense. Yeah. I think I think it's in a studio. So, because in some of the pictures we saw when they're recording the, the, the rest of the orchestra with this organ, because they didn't just use the orchestra. I mean, they didn't just use the organ for the score. It's... 
they obviously use an orchestra too, but the organ has a big part of it and it's a the featured instrument. But so when they recorded the other instrumentalists, like the violins and everything, they were in the same room that the organ like control keyboard was. So I think I think that the organ or the housing that the organ's in accommodates to actually hold a small orchestra also so you can record um record an orchestra with the organ which is pretty sweet i don't know if this is nathan Barr's building or what but does he own it It, the article doesn't say Mm. come on wall street journal give me more well if we ever become friends with nathan Barr, and we'll be sure to ask him and let you know this has got to be like one of the biggest instruments in the world it's an organ yeah organs are no joke they're like whales. Yeah, there's bigger tons than of that. Tabs. So yeah, the idea with this or the was, ocean, because it had to be used for silent films. The idea with this was like Wurlitzer when they made these organs, um, they wanted one person to be able to control as many sounds as possible and as many combinations of sounds and everything, so they could provide enough of the background score for the to the silent films. I think sometimes even the the these organists would i think they would even improvise also sometimes because i'm not sure how the organ music is exactly written out but i would love to play one anyways yeah so some of the other sound like they have the marimba tab which uh it sounds like a revolving sound it's really really weird it's not exa- i'm not sure how they make it also a lot of sounds that it makes kind of remind you of a carnival like an old carnival or old merry-go-round because merry-go-rounds also work this way where they have acoustic pipes within them and then also snare drums and a drum set parts that uh, that are played acoustically and mechanically on a merry-go-round. So a lot of that kind of, those kind of sounds are also part of what these organs were capable of doing. I think, do we also hear the organ um, when we see the, the comic book hero tv show that the kid is obsessed with i think that's supposed to be like a silent tv show and we just hear yeah the music for it you're right Uh uh-huh so i wouldn't be surprised if well obviously this was the organ that they used to to do that part yeah you mean the part where the the director eli roth is yes that that's the part yeah i noticed that last time too yeah that was yeah where like the the tv show scene is playing on the mirror in the house yeah uh the, the haunted house yeah that's gotta be it yeah that has to be anyway yeah there's there's cool instruments yeah so there's also a bunch of pull tabs and stops they call them stops they're like knobs that you kind of think of if you drive older cars you know how you turn on your headlights the you pull a knob out that's kind of like what these these stops are called on Mm -hmm. the organ so there's a bunch of them so if you either push them in or out they make different sounds or activate different different groups of instruments too um, so you can use the keyboard to play multiple instruments at the same time and then also set it up so that you have, uh, like one keyboard, you know, how there's how we said there's different rows of the keyboards. Each keyboard can be set to play different combinations of notes. So you could, you can make a huge orchestra sound, um, with a lot of instruments just by playing a couple keyboards with this organ and then also operating the foot pedals and everything. But then you got to switch the instruments, which is the tricky part. Pulling all the tabs and knowing which where everything is, because there's like hundreds of these little tabs and pull knobs. It's crazy. 
Yeah, I'll definitely be adding a picture of this in the uh, Overcast yeah. episode. Yeah. And then we'll also link a video to Nathan Barr and Eli Roth. Are actually, they filmed the featurette where they show a little bit about the organ that they used and then kind of take you through some of the rooms and explain why it's so special. They said this was the first film to use this organ in 25 years. Wow. Yeah. But also five of those years were spent restoring it. So really 20 years until somebody touched it. <laughs> well, 21. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was, um, there's actually, it's, they featured, uh, at the end of the credits, they featured a whole track where it's just the organ. What's, what's the track called? The mighty, the mighty Wurlitzer, the mighty Wurlitzer was the track that they, they featured it heavily on in the score. So if I you stay, it, it was just all, that was the whole organ. Yeah. So itself. if you stay to the end of the credits, especially in the theater, you'll really hear the low bass pipes and everything and be able to feel, um, like how powerful this instrument is. It's, it's, it's pretty incredible. So if you have a chance to go see a live organ, definitely go. Yeah. There's like nothing that compares to this instrument. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And in terms of like versatility and power, it's just an absolute volume. Like you feel it. Yeah. It's a powerhouse. Yeah. Like so much air moving through all the pipes and everything. It's crazy. Yeah. If you're in the building while that organ is playing, you feel the rumbling. It's like a 4d. Yeah. I wonder if they had to also like reinforce the buildings or whatever so that you, they wouldn't hear window rattles or shakes or any kind of, any stuff like that. Well, they put in the studio, that stuff would already be taken care of. Oh, yeah, okay. My bad. You're welcome. Yeah, here, let's just, we'll just play a clip of the, the last tracks you can hear what the organ sounds like. And um, definitely when you go see this movie, if you haven't seen it yet, definitely listen for any weird or magical. Magical is another word. Mm-hmm. The magical sounds, if you hear something like that, chances are it's probably the organ. And there's even some diegetic scenes where you hear the organ in where you hear the organ and the actors interacting with it. Yeah, but that is that's not the organ. That's not the actual organ. It's and not that's the actual not organ, really what it like, looks like either. The it's real like an organ, homage to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. The real organ is huge. And well yeah. I'm assuming they use the one as the movie one as a prop and then they just applied the organ sounds to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Probably, yeah. But it's cool because they added an organ in the house as a as a character, which is kind of neat. Yeah, so they they were really excited to use the organ and wanted to make sure that it was featured prominently in the film and mm-hmm. people they, knew it was important. They just made it another character. Yeah, but it made sense for this film because the, I mean, I would love to use an organ, but um, you kind of have to have a reason. Like it fit really well for this film because it's about clocks and mechanical. Um, mechanical workings and everything and the organ that's all how it makes every sound is by by mechanics and all acoustic sounds and everything so it fits really well because oh yeah it's completely analog yeah that's what uh-huh. you're trying to say yeah uh-huh. yeah um well i mean it's not as far as digital uh, but yeah it's all mechanical well, so like how a clock works that's how the organ pretty much works everything's triggered by something manually and mechanically and yeah. So it fit really well for this movie and it gave it kind of like an old world charm. Yeah. Also, because Jack Black's in it, it reminds you of Goosebumps. <laughs> but that's beside the point. Yeah, it kind of did. Anyway, so here's the last track and uh, hope you enjoy. 
Okay, well, that is, so as you can hear, hopefully you were using headphones because that organ um, is really going to show through on headphones or um, you'll really get the definition and everything. Um, you might that, even get some rumbling in your earphones. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um, that's about it for this episode. We really wanted to feature the organ and tell you a little bit more about the silent film organs and the Wurlitzers and the 1928 Wurlitzer that was used for this film. Pretty cool. Pretty, um, pretty darn cool. I would give this movie. I, play it. I would give this movie a gold star. Yeah, oh, gold star. Good reference. Good reference. That's in the movie. <laughs> You'll get it if you saw it, if you saw it. Okay. Anyway, that wraps it up. So thank you again for listening. Thank uh, you again. Hope you guys really enjoy. Um, also, if you're not subscribed, go to our YouTube channel and be sure to subscribe because we have um, new content coming out soon, and we're really excited about it. So definitely stay tuned and. As always, uh, follow our Instagrams or feel free to reach out. Give us a review on iTunes. And everybody, please keep writing in. And we love hearing what you guys like and what you don't like. And just say hi. Yeah, uh huh. We really take your feedback um, and try to incorporate it. So thank you. Thank you for listening. All right. Have a okay. good time, guys. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye bye.